Hello and welcome to Face Off here on France 24. This week, President François Hollande paid a highly controversial visit to Florange, a struggling steel plant in eastern France that has become a symbol of political promises gone awry. Both François Hollande and his predecessor Nicolas Sarkozy stand accused by workers and some unions of betraying repeated promises to save jobs. And as they both train their sights on next year's presidential election, they will need to overcome their track record or at least the perception of double talk. With me to discuss uh, the symbol of Florange in the forthcoming presidential campaign, Jean-Marc Conin with the Figaro magazine and Philip Turl with Radio France Internationale. Five years ago, the company ArcelorMittal announced that it wanted to shut down its steel manufacturing plant in Florange. But what was supposed to be merely an industrial decision immediately became a political football, and it has been once ever since. September 2011, and ArcelorMittal announces it wants to shut down the last of two blast furnaces at its Florence site in eastern France. With some 500 metal workers looking at reduced hours, Paris gets involved, pushing ArcelorMittal to reinvest. If Florange has a future, it's because, as president, I have fought to obtain the 17 million euros invested by ArcelorMittal in the Florence site. It buys the site and its 3,000-odd workers a few extra months. However, it's the run-up to the 2012 presidential election, and Florence has become a hot-button issue representing French heavy industry, especially with the global financial crisis still resonating. Promises are made a different buyer for the site will be found. When a large firm no longer wants one of its production units, but won't let it go, then we will have to force it to do so. There is, though, no buyer forthcoming, and the furnaces shut down all the same, despite a new law obliging firms looking to leave a site to find a buyer if it's still viable. By 2013, it leaves President François Hollande scrambling to shore up both his image and find alternative solutions for the angry employees. I've come to Florence to justify the choices I've made, to ensure that there is no restructuring that there are no redundancies, that while some have taken early retirement or moved into other positions, not a single worker will leave the employment pool in Florange. It's not enough for the Florange workers. They feel betrayed and erect a symbolic tombstone at the site, burying what they call Hollande's broken promises. Jean-Marc it seems we just saw two parallel worlds. The ones of the workers, some of the unions saying, you know, we were betrayed, jobs were not saved. And a president, Nicolas Sarkozy, in the previous mandate, now François Hollande, saying, no, we did what we promised, we saved jobs, we injected money. How come you see this major difference? There's another major difference that uh, you can see with the news pieces we've just seen. Uh, the difference between the former visits of François Hollande and this time the way it has been covered. It was almost an undercover operation. There was nobody following him, no soundbite, no, no, no speech, nothing. Why? Why? Because the man is ashamed. He has given promises he couldn't hold. He has said he will, uh, he will force the company into investing billions to, to rescue those, that, that steel mill. It didn't happen. So he has, nothing, he has delivered absolutely nothing. And uh, 
and Sarkozy did, did the same, but the problem is Sarkozy uh, is out of office and Hollande has been for four years in office now and nothing has happened on this very side. So my point is just that uh, if you promise the moon to workers you know, in, in a steel branch, in the steel branch where you have an world overproduction that is huge. I mean, Chinese, Chinese steel is so cheap. There's no chance to produce steel on French territory today. And if you promise that you're going to rescue this, you're going you're, you're gonna to lie to the people you're, you're addressing. And that's why two main uh, trade unions were absent at, at yesterday's meeting, because they were simply lied to. Right. Uh, François Hollande says, no, I didn't lie. Uh, I saved the jobs. There were 630 jobs. He found them other jobs or some went into a retirement. So he said, my record mm. is clean in this sense. Well, as Woody Allen once said, um, when you are in politics, uh, you better be nice to people you meet on the way up the ladder because you'll meet the same people when you're coming down the ladder later on. And this is what's happening to uh, François Hollande at the moment. Because on the way up the ladder, when he wanted to become president in 2012, it was easy up to the go... Up the van, actually, as we just saw. Up the, the van, <laughs> up the ladder, up the van. Um, as he was doing it in 2012, it was easy to say, when I become president, I will save this factory, I will save the jobs, I will make sure that you carry on as before. But I think he probably knew it wasn't possible. But it was an election promise. And any promise you can make in an election to win support to win that election, I think sometimes um, is made and obviously shouldn't, shouldn't be made. Uh, so here we are, five years later. OK, um, what's the situation? We have the jobs that have been saved, but they're not doing the same jobs as they were five years ago. So many people who work uh, for ArcelorMittal are highly disappointed. Uh, the uh, steel mill has been, has been dismantled, which was not um, originally planned to happen. Uh, there was supposed to be a delay which hasn't been respected. Uh, and so obviously the workers who were there are furious about that, saying that the government didn't, didn't respect its pledge in 2012. François Hollande, as the potential future president of France, didn't respect his pledge. François Hollande says, well, I've saved the jobs. I've done what I said I was going to do. So it's, it's quits. Um, but the underlying fact is that French industry is in a, a period of crisis. And it, it's very easy to go and see these workers who are suffering, who don't know where, where their future lies, who have families to support, who have houses to pay for. They don't want to see their jobs disappear. And to say, well, keep the job for you, you'll get the job. You won't have a problem if we're elected. And afterwards, it's a big disappointment because they can't come up with the goods. It's just not possible. Right. Uh, I mean, this all happens while uh, the presidential campaign has effectively started. There's a primary on the right. We talked about it last week. There's supposed to be one on the left. And François Hollande hasn't declared whether he wants to run or not. He said he would do so in December. But he is a very weakened uh, president. This was supposed to be part of maybe a program to project himself as a candidate, but the general context is really not a good one for him right now. No, Mark. As you know, it's very difficult to run when you shoot yourself into the foot. And prior to this visit to Florange, which again has been treated as the, in the East German television years ago, that is, uh, you, don't, you, you really don't understand what the president was up to there. But it was to send a message to the left. Well, but, but the message was yeah, but the message was hard to get when the president doesn't even speak in the microphone. But on the top of it, previously to this, prior to this visit, there was a book coming out with quotes of the president that has ne have never been checked to two journalists who have been meeting uh, dozens of times with over the president. Over 60 times. Over, yeah, over 60 times with the, with the president. 
making confidence on everything from uh, soccer to uh, Vladimir Putin and uh, you name it, he's done it. And this has not even been checked by the Elysee Palace, uh, not the least by the president himself. And this is a, a bombshell that has exploded inside the Socialist Party. I mean, the last believers think, who is this man? He's been for four years in office, and he does small talk for years with journalists. He doesn't even check the book. The book comes out, and he has to justify it, to apologize to the judges, to apologize to the French football, football team. This is incredible. This is an amateurism in politics that has never been seen in this country. So he's in the worst position to start running for a second, a second race to the Elysee Palace. Right. But if you look at the book, if you read the book, as I've been doing this pages. week, it, you have to actually want to get into those 660 pages and read it. You will find that François Hollande is optimistic about his chances of becoming president, like he has his own magic star shining on him that didn't even want him to become president in 2012, that brought him in. And he says things like, well, after all, I'm the president of France, like... I'm a bit surprised to actually be president. So he thinks he has a chance of um, being re-elected next year. And I think that people often say to me, well, do you think François Hollande is going to be a candidate? And I say, well, of course, because in the history of the French, the French Fifth Republic since 1958, a president who is in office has never not run for a second term in office, be it General de Gaulle, Valéry Giscard d'Estaing, François Mitterrand, Jacques Chirac, or even Nicolas Sarkozy. But he, he could make history. He could make history because he he's might, put himself he decides, in such a position. But what does he have to lose if he doesn't run? Well, he, he could, have he to could lose, lose, lose the primary on the left. Well, I he mean, could, right? he could lose. He mean, could lose the primary, could lose the presidential election, and he but could, that, he could like disappear Sarkozy from in, the political in, scene in French history yes. in a humiliating state that never uh, uh, a political figure in this country has, uh, has ever experienced. But I, I, think, I think the way François Hollande is reasoning in his head, he is saying, I'm the natural candidate on the left. I'm the only one in that strong position of being president of France in office where I should run again. Therefore, I can snuff out all the opposition to my candidacy within the left. I think that's the way he's reasoning. Whether or not that's true, I don't know. He has made his situation. What you were saying was maybe true last week. But now, with that, that book and the, the reaction in his own camp... talks. Depends if he comes out and says... Well, okay. His entourage is pretty despair. His entourage is despair. That the Elysee Palace, they think he's, he, he, he's, not, he's out of his mind. Uh, in the Socialist Party, he has no, no support anymore. Well, I mean, uh, if, he, if he comes back from that, he, you know, Bill Clinton is, is said to be a comeback kid. He will be the, the comeback star. <laughs> OK, on those words, we'll see if uh, we'll get an opportunity to call François Hollande the comeback star. Right now, the odds are not looking very good. We'll see you next week.